Welcome, welcome to Transcend with Debbie. I am so grateful to have Dominic in the house, the Aura Photographic Profiler. Oh my gosh, that's like the, the title alone is like, boom, wow, it's so big. I am so grateful to have you here today on Sunday morning in California and evening in the UK from across the pond. Thank you, Dominic, for being on Transcend with Debbie with me today. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for inviting me and look yeah. forward to meeting everyone. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, I was talking to my students about you and I'm like, you know, as a medium, I, I really do allow spirit to come so close and to connect and to attune my aura for spirit. It's really important to, to allow ourselves to get that power and connection of strength from spirit. And they do come through the auric field. And so for you as an aura profiler, we had this talk prior before you coming in, how would you explain what the aura means? How would you explain that to the listeners? Okay. Well, the aura is um, without dispute, the frequencies, the vibrations of your body. So how your body vibrates and the frequencies that it actually works with will indicate the different color signatures in your energy. So you, we all have this energy. We all have an energy signature, which means we all have an auric energy signature too. And yes. we have to break down the aura into three layers into okay. the outer outer aura, middle aura, and inner aura. The outer aura is the protective shell of our energy. That needs mm -hmm. to be strong and strengthened. Mm -hmm. The middle aura is more about the emotions and communications and the way that we, we feel and talk. Mm -hmm. And the inner aura is our physical well-being. So how we feel our body, have we got any little things wrong? You know, all those things will show up on the inner aura. So yeah. we break it down into those three layers mm -hmm. and then we detail the colors and the perception of where people are within their own aura. So what we do is we don't look at the person. We look at the auric field around the person. Yes. And that allows to actually give really broken down, detailed energy profiles for that individual. And the beauty with a photograph, especially digital photographic readings at this moment, is that each time a photograph is taken, it captures that moment. Yes. So everything in your aura, doesn't matter how fast or slow it's going, is captured in that second the shutter goes down. And that's really what I work from as an yes. aura photographic profiler but i also do in person i do stage mediumship where yeah. we look at people's auric fields in the audience and we look at people coming through from spirit imposed yeah. upon other people's auras the, yeah. the 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 whole energy exchange is so so useful and the best thing about it debbie is everybody can do it we can learn to do this i can teach everybody to do it so anybody that's a medium anybody that's psychically developing they need to understand how their aura can help them work out their actual place in what they're doing it's really a big benefit to them yes oh my gosh i love the way you broke that down into the three layers i love that you know we went straight into what is the aura but dominic who are you and what do you do on top of the, for, you know, the profiling of the aura and being uh, an author? Can you share a little bit about yourself? We went right into the aura, but I, I, we got to ask, 
who are you? What do you do? And, and what are you offering? Because I love that you said, I can teach you this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm very into everything, um, paranormal, psychic. I've been a medium all my life, um, been able to you know, connect to spirits. I've been doing that. And mm -hmm. alongside that, I write. I write for magazines as a columnist. I also write um, my own podcasts and my own websites. Um, everything that I do is through the media at this moment in time. So I do a lot of work with that, as well as very, very interested in everything. So from mediumship to past lives to near-death experiences, right the way through to reincarnation, the soul, the universe, anything that's actually a little bit out there, which we want to explore and find real understandings from where it come from. That's what yeah. I do. And I look at myself as being very fortunate to be able to do those things. Yeah. And when you talk about the past life, like what are your thoughts on that? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, sure. No, you can ask anything, Debbie. It's, it's not a, it's not a secret. Um, <laughs> the, the, the understanding of past lives is that you first thing for past lives is understanding the soul, understanding yeah. the soul as intelligent plasma that mm -hmm. is exchangeable. It's, it's able to detach from the body. Yeah. Once you understand the journey of the soul, then you can start looking at reincarnation and living past lives and living past lives, not just on earth, but on multiple planets across the multiverse. And then you can start to explore future lives mm -hmm. because to understand the soul, we have to really get our heads around time and the concepts of time, how we live in one part of that and how time can be stretched across different areas and yes. maybe debated whether it really is an existence of anything. Yes. And, and then we can start looking at the, the purpose. Why do we come back time and time again? Why is there a need for us to keep revisiting maybe even sometimes the same lifetimes? Yes. Because I've done lots of research into people that have had repeating lifetimes and having to yes. find a way to stop that occurring yeah. so so th there's lots of things that you need to understand but for me i just like exploring all the possibilities i want to find out where it actually is what, yes. what happens when and that's what i'm really you know obtained by doing and as soon as i can find that i'm happy you know, and because you are able to see into the aura of a soul or a person so clearly, and, and that's your profession, do you see the shift when the past life work is done for the person oh, in their yeah. aura? In their aura, what is it? Oh, do yeah, for them? yeah. I've just been talking actually about this and mm -hmm. looking at walk ins and walk outs. Um, yeah, where the soul vacates a body because it's actually finished doing the thoughts of what it needs to do in that lifetime and bodies can exchange souls or invite another soul in and yes. yeah, the, the, the 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 body without an aura is mm -hmm. often soulless so mm -hmm. the the energy comes right in tight around the person and yes. you see that and yes. you could go past that and you could actually say that there may well be some um people or some entities that walk on this planet that aren't human because yes. they have a, a totally different um, color signature about them different energy levels about them which is mm -hmm. really fascinating to me because yeah. I'm, I'm into all this alien stuff and yeah. been been into that since very young since you know four or five years old sure. so so the whole prospect of you know where auras are started me looking at what is sentient what yes. is terrestrial and what yes. is extraterrestrial 
Okay, so when you break that down, now you got me all, look at, everyone's like, wow, yes, now you got me in the, whoa. So yeah, when you it's break a wow. that, but I love it. So let's talk about that. When we're looking at the color, you say there's a color for it. When you're tapping into that extraterrestrial level, what is the color that you see for that? You you see, um, in, in, let me explain it as a as a, as a prelude because uh -huh. as a person you'll see human auras much more commonly, and okay. human auras are different speeds, different sizes, and different energy vibration signatures. So they have lots more um, broken down colors in them. They have lots more combination of color within them. When you see, I've seen three aliens in my lifetime. They're mm -hmm. all, you know, all fascinating things to me and fascinating stories behind them. But mm -hmm. when I've seen aliens, the first alien I saw was when I was 18 and I was in a hotel in London. Wow. And there was a guy sat across the forecourt, you know, from the in, the, in reception to me. Mm -hmm. And he was reading the newspaper. And I just got that feeling because his energy was really white. All yeah. his aura. It was pure. It was the, yeah. the purest aura that I've ever seen. I've never seen an aura like it. So oh. I said in my mind, Debbie, I said, if you are and you can pick up my thoughts, can you scratch your nose? And this person scratched his nose. And I was, yeah, he literally, he put his paper down, scratched his nose, and I ran. I was 18. I was, oh, you were eight. I was like, you oh, ran? I, no, I legged it. I got out of there really, really fast. I would, you know, looking back in hindsight, you uh -huh. think, well, maybe I'd like to have stayed in another chat. But uh -huh. you just go. You just run because it's something you don't expect. Yeah. I could see that he was different, but I didn't expect him to be telepathically able to communicate. But and that's, that's how we are. Some of yeah. people don't realize that we can tap in and well, when we're working, it feels like we're in that telepathic state where we can feel into the emotion of the thoughts of others when we're, you know, there's that fine line. But when we're in the reading, I can feel myself doing that. Uh, it's exactly where we are when we're mm -hmm. actually in the zone. Um, mm -hmm. That zone is very important to feel part of that because what we're looking at is three parts of us, aren't we? We're looking at our consciousness. Mm -hmm. which is really in the zone, which is our mind. So mm -hmm. our mind is a very big, important part of who we are. Mm -hmm. Our body, which is who we live in, really, yes. who we borrow, isn't it, for that moment. And then yes. our soul, which is the real deep down independent persons that we've been, all that knowledge, all that energy, all that um, alignment within the soul. Now, if our mind and soul come in together, I think we then work brilliantly with spirit. I think yeah. we work with the energy that is all around us, you know, like psychometry, you know, the feeling yeah. objects and, yeah. and recognizing those objects. But not only that, we are in tune with the right vibration because everything around us is in the vibrational status. Mm -hmm. And if we're in a process of reading for somebody, if we're on the same vibration as that person, then the link's going to be into their soul. So yes. what we're going to have at that point is soul-to-soul -soul communication, yes. which opens up all the possibilities, opens up endless communication, yes. with endless energy that's going to be in that person's soul. And yes. that's what I think we do when we're in that particular area. 
we go I fast. agree. And we are, for me, I have felt going into that place. And it's like the minute they say like, I love you, mom, I could feel that from that person to their mom. And it's so, it's just such a gentle feeling from one soul to another. I love the explanation that you broke down. We have some ladies here. Anybody in here have any questions for Dominic as we're flowing? Because I know, oh, I got to show you, Dominic, my, my aura when I had, um, done a couple months ago, I had a, a photographer there that took my picture. And this was after a session that I did. And I went and took a picture at, right shortly after. Okay, yeah, I get it. I see it. You, you're very see, if you if you were to bring me a picture of you, I wouldn't have a picture like this, I would just have a normal picture. Mm -hmm. But with that Cafesian photograph, what you've got there is you've got a lot of blue and blues mm -hmm. in different shades represent mm -hmm. communication. There's, yes. there's there's probably over 200 shades of blue that we can look at. Wow. That's how detailed aura profiling is. Um, you notice if you look at the, right at the top edge of your picture, there's a red and a bit of a yellow around oh, that, yeah. which is the creation of your outer aura. Can you see that? And that is your protective shell. And that's where if you're reading for people, you need to be very aware that your protective shell is there to stop you be feeling very drained and very um, lethargic after a reading. I normally find that a lot of mediums tend to eat after reading. I, I do. I need to work on that. I yes. can show you, I can teach you how not to do that because what you're doing is you're trying to ground yourself back into yes. your own personal energy. And yes. we can notice it by your aura photograph. There you and, go, Dominic. You nailed okay. it. Well, <laughs> it's, it's something that I've been doing a lot of years now. So it's, it's quite simple for me to be able to figure it out. But what we need to do with you is share with you some insights so you can up your, your way of protecting your own energy when you're mm -hmm. linking into somebody else what you're doing at the moment debbie is you're giving everything to your readings i do and, and mm -hmm. you will find that you limit yourself to a certain number of readings yes. before you get to a point where you just got to sleep i and, do i'm the nap okay. queen i there am the go. nap queen yes there, there you go and if we can get you right not yes. to fall asleep and to protect yes. your own energy your own auric energy then uh -huh. you could do so much more you oh i can't wait I'm see, so excited. Come and see me. I'll, I'll soon I help will. you. I'll I soon point you will. in that direction. Yeah. So you see, guys, how quick that was, how Dominic was able just to go boom, just like that. And it's true. I do read and I give everything. And I know that I take a break when I'm not ready to come back in for the in the power. I have to restore myself ground and get into the into the energy of the sand and the earth. And then I come back again. So I take a break. I love naps. And I agree with you, Dominic, there. Like, I give it all. So I'm going to work on that because I'm always hungry after I work. I'll always keep a dark chocolate right here next to me so I can have dark chocolate to ground my oh, energy back in. Not so, good. I not know. Good I not know. good. It's, it's like you having an artificial high, then you go low again. Yes. And, every, and we don't need that. We need to be constant. I need yes. to get you past that chocolate bit. Because I can't wait. anything with sugar in it, is going to affect the way you connect and you could be even better than what you are right now i cannot wait to work with you dominic and my right. listeners that are in here you guys you want to follow dominic do you have any questions for him on your aura like while they're thinking of questions and i'll give them an opportunity to text them in what is the biggest color that you can give us that we can use to help us energetically like i know uh, you go ahead 
yeah very simple um protect your outer aura the mm -hmm. outer aura is the, the the color the energy the shell and that actually stops you losing your energetic signature the things that mm -hmm. are around you when the outer aura has got lots of gaps and holes in it the inner the middle auras tend to seek out and mm -hmm. we get very very jaded very quickly so mm -hmm. what we need to do is repair the outer aura on a regular basis yes. so to do that always have some orange oil always have that around um, you can put it in some warm bath water and soak in a warm bath with a few drops of um, so I use sweet orange oil mm -hmm. um, but other people can use whatever you know sense of orange they want to use but orange oil is an mm -hmm. absolute must for a medium for a psychic for anybody um, if you're running walking never ever always you know always bathe never shower yes. always cover your body in water remember mm -hmm. water is your best friend because what you'll do is you'll submerge and you'll take off all the attachments. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, people come with attachments and yes. attachments jump and they, they stick to the outer aura and they create yes. holes and gaps. So you, you'll yes. find that water and orange oil changes a lot of what that is around your body. You'll feel energized when that happens. It's an energizing feeling to be able to do that um some people will even say to me when they do that it's better than using quartz crystal to to regenerate yeah um, some mediums will use quartz they will use rose quartz or mm -hmm. just clear quartz but they yes. find orange oil is an even better way of regenerating their outer aura to give them uh much more staying power within what they do yeah so the orange oil is that you're speaking of as an essential oil yes an essential oil, yep. Um, the the oil of orange, if what you if, like. I was yep. going to say, can you use a regular orange, like the peelings of the orange and orange itself? You can do. Um, I recommend that people eat oranges quite a lot. You know, I think they're I such have my a Ah, see, while well, you're in California, I would expect you to have our orange juice. I was the, channeling the orange. The only thing with that orange juice is yes, you're um, you're drinking all the sugar. And you're oh. drinking it all through the orange juice because all the bits and pieces of the orange are good for you. And all that does is take out all the all the bits and it gives you the juice. So yeah. what you end up doing is overdosing on juice. Oh. So if you were to get a, um, a mandarin or you get some oranges and just peel them, you get all the goodness of the flesh and also all the vitamins and vitamins of the whole of the orange. And I would certainly recommend that you would be very careful about drinking all orange juice like that, but have it in its how nature's meant it to be. I because love that. yeah, you're you're skipping this, right? What you're yeah. doing is because you've got an addictive personality. Yes, I do. You do. You're skipping a lot of the the things that take you a while to get them into your system. So yes. you're going straight into the, the real sort of concentrated areas and you're uh -huh. wanting to go straight from having it through your your taste buds uh -huh. into your body as quick as you possibly can uh -huh. and it's you you probably need to slow down the touch and, and just uh, just to slow and just to calm your pace down because yeah. if you can't have it instantly you probably wouldn't want it yeah that's what i i'm told like slow down girl slow down so i'm always being well, told slow down take a minute be so calm. it's um, you know, I'm going to dominate. After talking to you, my listeners that are in here, they're going to come at me and tell me, girl, 
calm down, girl. Calm down. Yeah, be calm. It's it's a part of us. When we calm, we mm -hmm. actually don't miss loads of stuff. You think when you're working as a medium, mm -hmm. if you're quite het up and quite energetic, you're mm -hmm. going to miss the flavors in your mouth. You're going to yeah. miss the tastes. You're going to miss the the little things. You're going to miss the feel of something. And yeah. it means that some of that stuff that you're giving out will be really good stuff. Yeah. And there'll be a little bit of stuff that you leave behind. And I want to get everything out. I want to yeah. be able to bring all the the work that we put into our readings into the person's life so they can see that we're very dynamic and we're not just skipping over a load of stuff without, without yeah. actually recognizing it. I love that, Dominic. You have someone saying spot on. Let's see who said that. Monica. Monica's all spot on. So they know me and they know that you nailed me. Like like the, with the whole read, the way you just came into my aura is spot on. I'm always tired. I'm always taking a nap. And I do have to replenish myself because I do give my all in my work that I do. I do have an issue with eating that I'm working through. So we were talking about diets just recently. So you yeah. coming in on me on my nutrition, you're, you're nailing it. You're like on point for sure. So yeah. I appreciate that. No, it's okay. Um, I don't mind talking to you about it through, uh, or through it. Yes. But it's literally adopting a way of life into what you do mm -hmm. you have to work hand in hand with yourself if mm -hmm. you if you give yourself the best opportunities you'll do the best work ever yeah. if you if you limit yourself mm -hmm. you'll find it's a lot harder and not that you won't do the work you'll just do less of it yeah so, so we need you to get to the point where you can do more and more and more and feel like when you finish that you that you're aligned and that you're you know like lit up and you really enjoy doing it because there'll be this this high for you then this low and we we need to associate the lows with getting you away from perhaps the way that you eat the way that you think and the way yes. that you ground yourself yes i can't wait to work with you this is going to be so much fun we'll have to get you to do some type of class that we can just bring in all the girls from california around the world across the quarantine so we can do something together yeah well the the good news is i'll be i'll be in california next year you doing, will be doing certain things i can't tell you what i'm doing because it's an exciting thing that i'm doing okay. but there'll be lots of um chance to come and meet me personally while i'm yes. in when i'm in hollywood and um, santa barbara and san oh. diego all that area okay so when you are in santa barbara me and a couple of girls out here will definitely come see you because i'm in ventura county which is about 30 35 minutes away from santa barbara so that'll yeah. be fun to connect can't wait Woo! okay look forward to it yeah yeah so trudy trudy says here she had found a picture for many years ago but what she remembers it had a lot of beautiful colors i remember see, uh, saying wow i've never seen one quite like that so when you have a lot of colors in your aura, what does that mean? Well, truly, it can mean almost anything um, without seeing the colors. Because remember, there's so many different shades of all sorts of colors. Yeah, at the moment, I mean, I can work through probably about 180 shades of orange. Um, I can work through, you know, I mean, probably about the same of yellow and blues, purples, greens, maroons. There's so many different colors. So when you look at a picture, what you're doing is you're looking at the association of the colors in the picture to the person. And what I'm trying to pick out is what colors are the most dominant, which ones are associated to the most dominant, and the meanings of those colors, because degrees of color changes the personality of the individual and you can normally see that 
things in someone's life, for instance, if they're emotionally quite difficult at that moment in time, they're finding mm-hmm. it difficult to get by. You've got lots of different shades of things like aubergine and purples and these sort of violet colors come in. They mix up the reds and the greens and the purples all together. And it just creates this backwash of um, a bit like looking at a kaleidoscope and it sort of switches all around. So you've got to remember that the colors that you see can mean lots of different things. But when you get a really, really full picture of Mm -hmm. lots of colors, then that person is going through an awful lot of emotional stuff. Oh, I see. Because that's the healing that comes in, right? Is when the the spirit comes in with those colors as a healing? Yeah, sometimes the the colors are very decisive of healing and people Mm -hmm. going through their own healing understandings and Mm -hmm. people do seek out distant healing, which works incidentally. You know, yeah. your thoughts travel and become very important. So yes. if you're a healer, use your distant healing you know, skills to give out that healing. Remember, everyone needs to be loved. Everyone. Yes. And yes. That, that love can be transferred from you to others with no risk or cost to yourself. It's just a personal thought. So yeah. you're, not, you're not giving anything away. You're actually enhancing people and really helping them live their life to the best they can. I love that explanation. And, you know, sometimes when people have negative thoughts or we're thinking a certain type of way in the body, where does that store when we're thinking or we have, like you said, the emotional part when they're in their emotional thoughts or someone is in a negative emotional thought, what can they do to help change that for them? Yeah, there's, there's lots of different things. Um, first of all, when you see it in a aura, what you'll see it is in the middle aura because it's emotional, communicative, and normally stored in that part of the aura itself. When mm-hmm. you actually start to use positive affirmations, mm-hmm. positive um, words, mm-hmm. you change the way that you start to think. So Perfect. the words that you think in are the mm-hmm. words that you use. The mm-hmm. words that you use are the words that affect your life. So. Yes. So use the very positive affirmational words. Use that I love and approve of myself, which is a superbly simple thing to be able to say. Mm-hmm. But one of the hardest things we say to ourselves when we're in emotionally in despair, isn't it? It yes. changes everything when we start to think in those sort of terms. Yes. And, you know, uh, Trudy's saying she was going through a divorce at that time. So the colors that you mentioned and the things that she was going through. Yeah. And then you have another listener here. Monica's asking out of the seven books that you're off that you have written, which is the first book that you would recommend that they go to first? All right. Okay. Well, I wrote my first book in 2006, which was called Spirit Motivator. And that was all about my life as a medium, as an oral reader, as a psychic, and my adventures with things Mm -hmm. that I've been doing since I was four years old. So Spirit Motivator from 2006 is a great book, but it's also in the New York Library as well. So it did really, really well, sold loads of copies. And so I would always look to that. But since that book, I've written Angels on Our Side, which is a more up-to-date book. And that's got lots of information in there about psychic development, how we actually think about things, some really good stories. You know, you can imagine the adventures that myself and my wife have doing this work, um, the people we meet. And in there, in um, A Rainbow of Angels as well, which is the follow-up to Angels on Our Side, there's lots of factual adventures and stuff. And if you like reading, 
in a stream of consciousness mm -hmm. both those books are great to get one last book that you may really want to tune into is aura life in 4d which is all about aura reading now i would yeah. recommend that to anybody who is psychically wanting to develop because yeah. in there i go into detail about photographic auras mm -hmm. i go into detail about how the colors have different meanings mm -hmm. and also how to start off reading auras and yes. i personally believe that knowledge doesn't belong to anyone it belongs yes. to everyone me too mm -hmm. yeah and the more that we can actually share that knowledge the easier the world becomes because if we all read auras then nobody's going to be able to deceive us or push us or make us feel difficult or down or anything like that. So my sort of aim is to get everyone looking at auras and everyone being able to read auras. And that's yeah. what Aura Life in 4D was, was aimed at, was giving the information to people. Yeah, and I agree. I'm the same way. When this platform was created to help others find knowledge of teachers, and of your statue, of those who have something that they've been really dedicated themselves into, to share for the world because we as psychics mediums intuitives paranormal however you want to classify it there's always something more that we can grow and learn from so yeah, yeah. I, we're, we're, I yeah, love that we're, we're all here to help each other we're mm -hmm. all here and there's no levels we're all yes. on the same level we're Thank all the same you. everybody knows something that somebody else doesn't know no one's better than anybody thank and, you and let's let's get that message out there to the population because that's what we want to be able to teach people isn't it that everyone has, has the ability to do anything they want to do you know dominic that's what's up i really truly appreciate your um straightforwardness and in me waking up today saying you know wow i've done mediumship i've done psychic i've went into paranormal i've done the you know little oracle cards and things like this and you'll find that some will some people will have a certain feeling about a medium of different vibration or we're lower vibration. And I'm like, we are all the same. Yeah. We all are all channeling that love divine energy and it's all the same. Um, and, and being able to jump into all of that, I was feeling that today and here you say, we're all the same. Let's, let's stay in that yeah. and raise that, that we're all in the same frequency vibration, keep it going and keep it love, keep it light. Right absolutely never ever think that somebody is better than you never ever think that people have this sort of authority over you always know that you are limitless and what you can do is amazing all you have to do is use the right words to believe in yourself yes and this is the first thing that i teach anybody is self-empowerment yes me too. Like we're so like I'm loving this. It's all about empowerment, and I'm working through that. My students, I always push that in. So yes, keep going, Dominic. Yes. Yeah, it's it's so important because once you start believing, and the thing that I learned, if you ask me one question, say if you mm -hmm. ask me, Debbie, what was the one thing that you learned on when you mm -hmm. first started doing this particular work? And when I first went professional was um, 2000, year 2000. So that's 22 years ago. The first thing I learned to do was not to read comments, whether they're good or bad. Oh, I'm learning that, Dominic. I'm learning oh, that. Anything that changes oh. your emotional status, yes. don't read it. Whether it's fantastic praise or whether it's harsh criticism, yes. do not get involved with that. Because I learned it affects that. your psyche. So, mm -hmm. so honestly, nice to be praised, not so nice to be criticized. But if you actually believe in yourself, 
neither are really that relevant. Yes. I and <laughs> my all my students are like, Debbie needed to hear this today. <laughs> I you know, coming out of social media and, and you being in Hollywood and you're doing this work, you will find that everyone has an opinion and everyone's going to come in a different way or perceive differently. And I was working through something very difficult where um, someone was on social media making negative comments. It affected me because I was already sick prior. So my girls know like, yes, don't look at those comments. Don't look at the, just let it go, like keep going. And so I had to work through that. And and it was, um, I, I was like, I've always had the attitude of like, this is not for me. This is for spirit. And this is me holding space. So I can't let that affect me. And I got to keep doing what I got to do. Like I got to keep putting forward, there was an intent and in why I do what I do. And let's continue it forward and not let nothing disturb my peace. And so yeah. it took a minute. It took a minute. No, it's good. It's good that you recognize it. It's good that you understand it as well, because mm -hmm. the inner peace is there when you mm -hmm. actually feel it. Because when you're working with people, the mm -hmm. actual feeling of doing that is nothing better. Yeah. And I'm on stage and I'm doing mediumship or auras for people or mm -hmm. on TV or radio talking to people. Their understanding and what they can relate to is so wonderful. But they need to be able to have the right words to think about the things that you're saying. So mm -hmm. the language you choose to talk to yourself before you work mm -hmm. and after you work and the language you express how you're doing the work are the most important aspects of it. The work will come. The yes. actual words will come in. The The feelings will be there. They're always present. They're never yes. not there. Just mm -hmm. be able to attach yourself to where you are personally and mm -hmm. never stand still. Always, always, always look to improve. And and yeah. if you have those ethics, you'll you'll be yeah. you'll always be happy in yes. doing what you're doing. Yeah. Because you can never do it any better. I love that. You know, one of the things that I find with my students and for myself, we are in situations, sometimes they say to me, Debbie, I'm in a negative situation. It's very negative. And I always ask, well, what is it that's negative about it? What is it that you're feeling that's negative? And sometimes we're dealing with people that are emotional, that are going through some difficult times. And I find that you know, in this work, we're holding space for that, right? We're holding space for people who are going through grief or going through something that's very difficult or challenging in their life. They can be heavy. In our auric field, sometimes you can see them as attachments. Sometimes you can see them as the, the heavier, whether it's um, a mental, physical, something, some type of form of abuse. What can advice can you give the person who's going through something so deep so profound that they can't get themselves out of what would you suggest yeah. for their aura that they can do to help them maintain their energy well sure and my respect to anybody who's going through a difficult time emotionally because i don't think we should ever underestimate the the, the actual weight of emotions that can be on us and it yes. can be really really tough mm -hmm. the, the first thing that we might want to understand first of all is to understand ourselves yes Mm -hmm. to know that this is a time in our life that we're experiencing this. Mm -hmm. So there is a learning about it, even though we don't want to learn about it. Yes. The, the second part of it is the words that we use. I would switch. I would never use the word negative. Mm -hmm. I would always use the word that this has been a difficult moment for me to understand. Yes. And, and I would change some of the language that I was using because I don't want to put, 
propel that affirmation into yeah. the future. And whatever the difficult situation is, there are some aspects of where we are that helped us recognize things that are difficult. And sometimes we miss the difficult because we're looking at other things. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, we might miss that we're going into a difficult situation because somebody is offering us a way out of some other situation. Mm -hmm. So if we consider and look at situations really carefully and get to know people really well before we put ourselves into knee-jerk um, decision-making, then mm -hmm. we can start to understand the balance of our lives. Mm -hmm. And the balance is always about coming back remember the universe is very balanced mm -hmm. everything is good everything is difficult there is a balance to be had and if you're going through a difficult time when we search for the balance to that difficulty there's going to be something there but we yeah. need to look for it and need to be able to understand it so if we're too deep and too dark about our own thoughts mm -hmm. we're going to miss that little chink of light under the door yeah see it we're going to go past it because sometimes our psyche wants us not to be happy wants us not to be feeling good because that's what we've experienced and so yeah. the length of time that we go through something can be shortened but we need to be able to understand that things are there if we're looking in the right places and that's where someone like yourself or myself would help somebody just to show them where the light is or show them where the little crack of thought would be and mm -hmm. give them a bit of a guidance into finding those areas where perhaps they may not see it themselves yeah. and they might need someone just to give them a little bit of directional help just to show them that a word can change a mood and I love that you're saying that a challenge is something that can be overcome when looking at the solution, solution oriented. I love that. And, you know, Dominic, that was a beautiful explanation because at the end of the day, our words, our thoughts, our words create our reality. So when we do have those negative thoughts or those negative emotions or those feelings, we just say, let's delete this. Let's change the form and let's start fresh and let's just start creating all over again. And so this is the beauty of things where we can just go in there and change that alchemy of, of what we're in at the moment, the aha know, moment. Do you know how to spot a spiritual person? No, tell me, Dominic. That they're always impatient because they always want to manifest what they want in front of them. Yeah. Immediately. So the yes. manifestation is what they're used to in spirituality. Mm -hmm. In spirit, we can think and we can create. Mm -hmm. In life, we have to think, then wait, and then create. So mm -hmm. the spiritual amongst us are quite impatient. And we yes. want to be able to gather it around us in an instant. Yes. And that's how you spot spiritual people, because they're always impatient. Yes. You know, for me, I had not manifested when I manifest. I always say, whatever needs to come in, look at their saying, I, I love that. It must be yeah. really spiritual. So true. No, no. no. When, <laughs> when you say whatever needs, you're, you're not allowing the responsibility of where you are. Okay. If you were to look at your deep thoughts mm -hmm. and your deep psyche and to mm -hmm. meditate on that, what you would find is your need might be to drink a pint of water. Yeah. Yeah, you might not want to do that, particularly yeah. you might rather a pint of orange juice. But <laughs> your, your need can be totally different to what you think it is. Yes, and so, that is so true. So remember, what you think you need isn't always what you do need. 
Yeah, and it's so true. And I think that that's the beauty of the healing as well. When we're sitting and we're holding space, we're wanting to go in to that specific area and say, I want healing here, but the root cause is something different. Yes. Everyone's we like, oh my God, I love him. So Monica's <laughs> like, they're loving you. Monica loves you. This is amazing. Well, I love <laughs> you too, Monica. Thank you. That's very kind of you. you mean, I mean, I tell some of the people that I work with that if you're in a maze, you do not get a chainsaw to cut your way out. Yes. All right. You have to be able to find it. You have to be able to walk around the maze and be patient to find your way out. Most people want to carry chainsaws into mazes so they can just cut their way through the hedge. Yes. And there is no chainsaws in life. Yes. Right. Chainsaws are an invented tool to make the gardener's life a lot easier. In mm -hmm. emotional mazes, we need to be able to follow the trail. And if someone can help us follow that trail, then let's go and talk to them. Let's go and engage them. There's nothing wrong with asking people if they have something that is their way of doing something. We don't have to take it on board, yeah. but we can actually go and seek where people are to, to find out how they might cope with something. So there's always a different way, another door, another window to climb through. I feel that there's a lot of compassion when you say that. So when you speak of that, let's go talk to someone else and see how they're maneuvering through their thing, their yeah. life. Yeah, and I think, approach. yeah, I can, I can feel that with you, that when you are looking at it in a different perspective, it's opening an opportunity to release or to, to see that aha moment that we're looking for. Yeah. That's what I did with aura profiling. Um, I take a picture of somebody and I write about the things that are brilliant about them. I write about uh -huh. their abilities. Um, quite often it's a, directional thing where people don't quite see themselves in the same way as what their abilities show in their auras. So mm -hmm. when we show someone that their abilities are there, they, they often come back to me and say, Dom, I've wanted to do that for years, but haven't felt the confidence, never really felt that I, I could do it. And yeah. it's been there all along. Yet they've been yeah. trying to avoid it because they don't feel that it could be good enough. And they yeah. are. You know, it's crazy you say that. I found myself in a situation where I was able to go on set, do a scene, and come back and still feel like my confidence was down. Like, oh, my gosh, I need to work on my confidence. So even I'm already in it, I did it, and then I come out, and I'm like, whoa. Okay. Debbie, another thing. You don't, yes. need to do it. you don't need to do anything. But yes. you would benefit if you did. It's something people tell themselves all the time. They say, I need to do this. Oh, okay, thank they, you. And they, me... and they really need to stop saying that because yes. <laughs> if they could actually that. say, I will benefit if I do this, but I don't need to, but I will benefit. Okay. Then it changes the whole perspective because it's not like a command. Let's yeah. face it. When we were at school, we hated commands. We didn't like being told what yes. to do. As adults, we don't like being told what to do. So why should we tell ourselves what to do? Right. Okay, guys. So no longer saying i need we're taking the i need out of the out of the equation yeah there, take of it our away words. say i will benefit if i do i this. will benefit oh my gosh take the word need out of my vocabulary reverend jay that's what's up reverend jay me too so i'm gonna say i don't need like i gotta take that out and we're gonna yeah. i'm gonna work on it in a different way for myself yeah and also for my students because we all are always about putting ourselves into the next level of how we can um, not manifest, but live a healthier life and how to understand what we're going through and to uh, honor where we are in the moment. So yeah, awesome advice, Trudy says. So we're going to take that 
I need out. Anyone else have any other questions for Dominic as he's in the power flowing? I will do this and can do this with a brighter light and understanding. Amen, Melinda. Yeah. That's what's up. It I will really that. work. It will really work for you. It's a, it's all about being in that moment. And I agree with the moment. And I agree with the understanding of the moment. But mm -hmm. going inside really, really helps. Um, before I work, before I do anything, I meditate. I go into my hollow tree. And mm -hmm. I climb up my hollow tree. And I go up the top into my meadow. And mm -hmm. in my meadow is my apple tree that I planted over 40 years ago that has now mm -hmm. grown into a huge tree. And I sit underneath it and I mm -hmm. go into that meditation through smell. So I use eucalyptus for yeah. everything that I do. Eucalyptus actually takes me into a place in an instant. So oh. if I want to go into a meditational state, I just put a few drops of eucalyptus on the back of my hand. And I smell the eucalyptus, and that brings back all my visionary recall. I so love that. if people want to try that, use smell in conjunction with your meditations and with your visions. Mm -hmm. If you use the same scent all the time, what will happen is that scent will become so familiar. When you smell it, you'll be instantly in that meditation or where mm -hmm. you want to be within that meditation. It works. I love that. Someone asks, is there a different and uh es essence that you can use that one? Is a different I'm thinking yeah, essential you... oil other than that one, I think is what she's asking. Yeah, you can use whatever essence is suitable to you. There's um there's must be hundreds of different oils out there. Whatever you like the scent of, use it, associate it to something. Um, I use eucalyptus because I can associate to that very quickly. I can go onto stage or into a reading. I can go into a meditation with eucalyptus without even having to think about that whole process. So I'm instantaneously transformed. It's a bit like if you smell cut grass and you instantly transport it back into childhood or you smell coffee and you instantly feel like you want that slice of cake. Mm -hmm. It's the association to the smell that allows you to go into where you want to be. And if you practice your visualization skills with sense and sense of smell, you will start to feel it's part of your life and it will be a part of your consciousness. A part that may create a memory. Yeah, it does. It creates everything around you. And what you're doing is you're making that a very nicely trodden path that you mm -hmm. can go down each time without having to put yourself through the whole rigors of having to do it because we all want to be in that state, but we need to be able to project that state into our lives in times where maybe like we're taking off on an airplane and mm -hmm. we want to be calm, bit of eucalyptus. I'm, I'm away. I'm not even thinking about what the pilot's doing. It's all about finding the methods that suit us in order to create our spirituality and if you like, um, focus our gifts, focus our, our mental ability to use our consciousness. Mm -hmm. I do that when I go into MRI. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I, okay. I take myself out and, and go into the MRI and meditate, and, and I forget that I'm in there. It's a great thing. Your mind and your body are very much associated to being able to do that. And mm -hmm. you can do it anywhere you want to do it. If you're feeling under stress, then just do it mm -hmm. because it's a part of your coping mechanism. If yes. you like your your way of being able to cope in life, and there's going to be situations that are stressful. Believe mm -hmm. it, you know, there's times where what we do is very stressful because we're in front of people. 
And yeah. if we're not relaxed with them, they won't relax with us. Yeah. So we need to be the ones that are relaxed in the first instance in yeah. order to bring that calmness, in order to bring those those messages, those those helpful words. And yeah. I think that we work on ourselves so yeah. we can allow others to gain the benefit of that. I love that. So true. As they say here, it's like a muscle memory. It makes a lot of sense. I do this with specific music at night that triggers relaxation to tell my mind and body it's time to sleep. Yeah, what you might consider, um, and it's right what you say is like that, is when you use music, divide it up into the component parts. Remember, a musical track is like a sandwich full of different instruments. Take out one of the instruments and just listen to that. So, for instance, if you're listening to a piano concerto, just listen to the piano. If you're listening to Bon Jovi, just listen to the vocal or listen to the drummer, listen to the guitar, you know, just listen to one part of it. And what you'll find is you'll find that your meditational mind will be much more focused because music is a way of being able to focus on one part. Because when you're in spirit, when you're working with spirit, you think of all the voices coming through at you. You mm -hmm. know, when I get whole whole loads of voices coming at me yes. and and because what i've done is been able to concentrate on one aspect of a musical track mm -hmm. it helps me separate out all the voices so i can yes. listen to one at a time you try listening to a choir and only hearing one voice that's what you need to be able to do as a medium you need to be able to listen for that one voice and then change and listen for another voice or listen within the aspects of how that comes across and it's brilliant training. And if you haven't done that, do it with your group. Get some yes. music. Get them to listen to one bit of the music only. And yes. see what they hear. They'll hear that track in a totally different way. So true. And, and especially when you're doing a demonstration and you have all the souls coming to you, you can feel the emotion and the feelings of the people in the audience. And you're really having to stay in tune with that one soul stepping forward for the message. It's really that's a practice that you develop and you're sitting in that and you're hearing it all. Just like when we go back to the telepathic communication and you're feeling yeah. the emotions of everyone in there. It's very powerful. I love the breakdown and explanation on how you um, shared that. And it's very true. I was part well, of one of my lessons I learned in the class. Yeah. You think about the soul, your soul, it could be full of past lives, future lives. And if you can listen to one voice in your soul, then you're actually hearing someone saying something different to you to what you already know. Mm -hmm. I'm, I really believe that we are full of information. Our souls are full of information that we've experienced, but we choose not to listen to most of it because it mm -hmm. comes through in a bubble in lots and lots of noises. Mm -hmm. But if we can break down those noises, then we can actually separate out the voices and then we can actually pick up the information. You got Jeremiah saying, boom, loving this. <laughs> well, thank you. It's a, it's a nice way of being able to understand things, maybe a little bit differently. I've never been the, the person that does things in a conventional way. Mm -hmm. I've always done things from a slightly different perspective. And mm -hmm. that's how I teach my groups. I teach them that everything is done individually. So, I tend to teach people individually. I love that. You know, I, and I feel like, Dominic, this is a this is something a lot of us may benefit from going back to the music and pinpointing on just one of the those whether it be the flute the drum the saxophone sure what do you say to someone who's channeling all the time 
and they're picking up on everything. They can feel everything and every word and every feeling of others. What would advice would you or what would you suggest? Okay, don't can stop. Do? Don't stop. Keep going. Enjoy it. Bring the information through. The thing about anything with channel, we need new knowledge. And if you're channeling new knowledge, enjoy doing that. Put yourself in the best possible position to feel refreshed. So when you're in that channel, you can spend as much time in there. If you're in the zone, if you're in that particular area of expertise, you will not feel tired. You will mm -hmm. feel that you can cope and you can bring and you can enjoy doing that. Mm -hmm. And the world needs it. We yes. need it. The consciousness of the universe is vast. We yeah. can all tap into the care cognizance, the clear knowledge. We yeah. can all do this. And our souls are vast. We can all bring this into our lives. But yeah. we have to be able to do it. We have to be physically fit. Mm -hmm. We have to be mentally fit. And we have to be hydrated. We have to have the water and, and the fuel on board to be able to do it. So if you're yeah. doing it, you, then you're doing it right. Carry yeah. on doing it. Don't, don't let people tell you what to do. Do yeah. what you think is best for you yeah. and carry on doing it that way. I would never, ever tell anyone anything if they were doing what they loved and they could do it right. So what if it scares them and they're, they're overwhelmed by it? I think you touched on it for me. I'm not scared of what this is, but going back to the protection of the aura and going back to um, getting that healthier barrier because it's overwhelming for them. I think for some, some that I have come across, they are not ready for it and it's overwhelming and it's it's okay okay let me let, me let me tell you what i think no such thing as time so we're ready for yeah. everything okay yeah. there's just bad preparation um yeah. being scared of something is not good preparation yeah. because normally scared comes from ignorance and ignorance comes Perfect. from lack of knowledge Perfect. so go and learn go and learn the bits yeah. that you don't understand Go yeah. and understand, go and get clarity, go and talk to people if you want to, but yeah. find out the things that challenge you. Because if once you're actually in that zone where you understand what's going on, you'll just feel love. Yes. You won't feel anything else. So Thank if you. you feel scared, see it as a bit of a sign of a bit of an understanding that the knowledge that you need or the knowledge that would help you is out there and there's always people out there. If they want to reach out to me, I'm here. I'm always going to talk to you. I, I make time for everyone. If you're actually scared or don't understand something, come and talk. I might not have the answers, but yeah. I can explain to you how I would deal with it or how I would think about it. Yeah. You know, there's, and there's hundreds of me out there. There's lots yeah. of people that want to be able to be there. So everybody has a point where they might not get something. That's fine. Yeah. I don't get things. And there's times where I need to reach out to people because that's an important part of being who you are. You exactly. need to do that. Don't ever be afraid to reach out and, and talk to people. Never, yes. ever. I love that. I thank you, Dominic, for sharing that part for so many of our listeners and those who hit the replay button and hear this. There are people that are willing to open up their heart, their time to help give the guidance that you embody, that I embody, that the other medium psychic uh, healers, uh, intuitive, just nice, good people are willing to help you um, hold space. And so yeah. don't ever feel that you're alone or you should be afraid. And I think you nailed it right there as a medium, as an intuitive, as a psychic, as one who stepped into paranormal activity. 
it's all love right there. It is, it and is you're love. in the power is and, love. And, and remember knowledge belongs to nobody that's knowledge, right knowledge is for everybody and it doesn't mean because you have some sort of wonderful gift that you don't have to share that knowledge. You should yeah. share it. And the, the most wonderful mediums and people share and yeah. they help other people reach the same because yes. they are absolutely embracing the world that we live in and the people that live in it. Yes. I love this. Like, this is what I stand for. This is, I am right there with you. Share your love, share your passion don't hold back guys keep learning keep growing i'm gonna be taking a class with dominic i don't know about you guys but i'm gonna be calling him up you got here saying thank you beautiful debbie and dominic and you have reverend jay say thank you for saying that just like a therapist you need to seek help for yourself and for others we are human can't do it all taking care of self is the foundation of being able to give to others Yep, totally agree. I will certainly echo that feeling. And I think that's a great way of being able to understand it. Yeah, I feel like I'm gifted, especially through dreams. They always come to pass and it's like they dislike the dreaming because of it. So some premonitions, mm -hmm. premonitions, um, that could be all past life related. You could be living your life again and your past life recall is coming back through dreams. So you're reliving that particular part of your consciousness and your soul is allowing you to revisit those particular areas so premonitions are often things that we've gone through before and we're revisiting again so we don't put ourselves back into similar situations that maybe stop us moving forward yeah. in our understanding it's not time it's about understanding it's about knowledge and the reasons why we tend to make decisions and choose to do things in our life. Remember, everyone has a choice. We have a choice to do things in different ways. And I love the fact that we can actually recall dreams or that the soul can recall some of the things that we might have been through. And I've come across people that tell me stories about very much about past life recall mm -hmm. in the same life as they're currently leading. And they're, they're fascinating tales. And for the sound of what she's experiencing, it's a very interesting way of being able to remember some of the things that you're doing are significant to your life. Yeah. And when you talk about the past life, I know we had you here for an hour, but just to touch on that, some people are have that, that it, remembering it's not so fun. There's some memories that are not that positive. What can you do when you're in that state of mind what would you recommend for one to help them process those feelings and emotions absolutely no look we live a human existence we live mm -hmm. mortally we, mm -hmm. we have things that are not as positive as some other things and it's important to acknowledge those those memories those feelings and those things that we go through we we go through them for a reason but we don't go through them to keep going through them yes. we go through them so we can actually learn and adapt and see where things are it's funny isn't it because the more accepting we get of who we are the easier life becomes yes. the more accepting of what we've done in the past the easier life becomes there's a message there the easier life becomes the more that we accept so if you've gone through something difficult, yeah, okay, you're human, you're mortal. It happens to us all. It's not that shocking, mm -hmm. but it will be a part of who you are. And it yes. gives you an indifferent way of looking at things. Don't use them as things to really stake you into one place. 
think of it as something that you've actually experienced and that experience has now put you in a better place to experience something different and that way we can start to alter our perception of what the negative is because i don't believe there is a a negative in our lives there's just degrees of where we are within these things and if we're going through a tough time yeah we go through tough times human beings do that I, I tell you, Debbie, I, I saw a medium stand up on stage once and said, oh, you've all gone through a tough time. And I've never known anyone get the whole audience laugh so loud. Because <laughs> right. It's, it's part of being a human being, isn't it? We go through tough. We and, do. And accept that we go through tough. And let's make the tough shorter than the good, because we want the good to be the overlying memories of everything. And we can find those two. I've just lost your voice, Debbie. Are you? Oops, you I'm back. I'm back. I'm you're sorry. Back. I always, okay. I always mute when the doggies are, or you know, if there's a little back up, background noise there. I apologize. You got an amazing um, message here from Melinda. The Creator has given us a piece of His Spirit, and we are meant to use it for the better good. Instead of judging an individual, simply pray for them and hold space for them, and giving them, uh, in giving we receive. I love that. Okay. Well, I believe prayer is positive affirmation. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's just another word for a positive affirmation. And anything that can send love to people is going to be a benefit to the world, isn't it? So yeah. that's all. Yeah, we use prayer, affirmation, whichever way you want to put it. I don't mind how you put it, as long as you're using it in a positive way. And I think that word is used so strongly, the affirmations, mantras, the, you know, the, the light codes. All of that is words that we're creating. So we are creating. As Melinda says, we are the world. Yes, every good or bad is learning through experience. That's what Trudy says. And Reverend Jay says, yes, a part of this experience that we agree is coming into human form to experience it all, the good and the challenging. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, I work with people all over the world. Um, mm -hmm. Twisted and Misunderstood, my podcast, mm -hmm. goes out to 94 countries now and has a huge audience because we talk about things like we're talking here, Debbie. Yeah. But the thing that is really noticeable to me is that we may come from different cultures. We may have different outlooks on life. We are all the same. We all yeah. want the same things. Everybody wants the same things. Mm -hmm. The degrees become part of who we are. Mm -hmm. But it's only the fact that we live under different flags and different languages that divide us. Yeah. If we all lived in one country called the world, yeah. we'd all be exactly the same. We'd all have exactly the same needs and wants. So why divide ourselves by putting us under nationalities or flags or borders? Just yeah. think of people as people wherever you go and Believe it or not, everyone is the same wherever you go. I agree. We are love. Exactly. We are one. There is no separation. It is an illusion. It's all about the love. Dominic, it's a, it was a beautiful opportunity for my listeners and for me to hear you share your wisdom, your knowledge, your power of, of spirit and of growth of what you've experienced in life and how your perception is. I appreciate you just giving us the time from the UK to be here across the pond with us in uh, the United States. Yeah, we are all brothers and sisters, 100%. I agree, Melinda says. Before we close, what are you offering? Where can people find you? 
And and what would you like to close in a closing message? Okay, well, well, thank you for giving me the opportunity, first of all. It's been really nice to meet everyone. And thank you all for coming on, whatever time zone you're in, whichever part of the world that you're in. That's been really appreciated that you listened. Um, for me, um, it's all MindSight, which is M-Y-N-D-S-I-T-E dot org. That's my website. Go and have a look on there. Um, my podcast is um, Twisted and Misunderstood which is on all the podcast providers. Go and have a listen because there's lots of interesting stuff on there. But, you know, for me, you make up your own mind. If you want to come and talk to me, I'm always happy to talk. Um, if you want to come and have a chat to find out a little bit more or want to book me or talk to me or whatever, I'm happy to do whatever it takes. But um, there is no need. If, if, you, if you go away and just find one part of what we've talked about today as an inspiration, then I'm happy. That's really good time spent. And I'm hoping that you've actually gone away with some stuff that you can adapt into your lives. So yeah. that's what I think of being able to do talk shows or podcasts or this with you, Debbie, this transcend with you. It, it gives people an opportunity to be able to share in some of the things that I've discovered over the last 40 years. Yeah, and I'm so grateful to have you here. Um, all the insights that were shared, even for me, I mean, you're on point, and I'm going to talk with you after so we can work on that, strengthening the aura so I don't become the mat queen and I could be more present and be able to mingle a little more. So that's for sure. I'm going to work yeah. on that with you. Well, you'll help more people, and it'll be better for you. So it's a great thing. We'll have a chat, and we'll see if we can just just align you into that stuff. Yeah. Such, everyone's like, such a great interview. Dominic, thank you again for being here. Please do not forget to subscribe to Dominic. Follow him as he um, will be eventually out here in Santa Barbara, Hollywood, from the UK. So I'm going to make sure when I find that out, we'll get a little group and we'll carpool our way to go see you. So with that being said, thank you, Dominic, for being a guest on Transcend with Debbie. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you, everybody, for listening.